Welcome to PNB FM, the Patreon exclusive game music podcast here on the PNB Network. I am your host this week, Dylan Tierney, and joining me is my cohort in game music uh, adoration. I don't know if that's a word for it, but he's here. He's here to do PNB FM with me almost exclusively. Oh, I just triggered "Hey Siri" on my phone. <laughs> oh, gotta love technology. Well, uh, I, I, Beach, say hello. I, I can introduce myself. Um, Crash Bash um, Defender. Um, Robert Beach is here. When are we doing Crash Bash Bash? <laughs> I gotta know. Um, whenever we reach that goal of like, whenever we have like enough money to buy plane tickets for everyone and have enough time off to be in one place, <laughs> I don't know. It might be a little difficult my place because I only have one bathroom. So um, yeah, my place is about the default be the best uh, location, I guess. It might the be. Whole- a whole basement to just but play if, if, Crash Bash in. If Crash Bash isn't on the PlayStation Classic, I'm, I'm canceling my pre-order. <laughs> yeah. If it's ever in Pittsburgh and it's with us, like, I, I do recommend to uh, BYOB. Bring your own buckets. We only have one bathroom. Hell yeah. Bring your own buckets. Mm-hmm. Be sure Be sure you make sure you know which bucket is yours. I've, I've got my uh, Captain America piss jar in my room whenever I, I'm going to need it if the bathroom's not free. So I'm all set. I've got my replica Lex Luthor, Granny's old apple cider or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> Grandma's it, old 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 uh, peach tea or I think peach, it was like peach tea. Peach, yeah, some dumb fucking shit. We're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about, although uh, in a movie called Batman vs Superman, uh, it fits the theme of battle themes. Uh, this is how in uh, it, most games have soundtracks that go along with the action, um, and one of the most uh, common battle themes is just the one that you go through when you're fighting little grunts or just like fighting a random group of enemies um and some of these venture into boss battle territory but we kind of already covered that ground so this is just like oh this is the overarching battle theme and starting off we have kayla with a forgotten 360 gem lost odyssey um composed by final fantasy veteran uh, nobuo uematsu it is uh <laughs> kayla makes it short and sweet it's the second most depressing game ever released on the 360 I'm going to guess that Nier, the first one, is actually the most <laughs> depressing. Um, but motherfucker, it is gorgeous. And yeah, I, I, this is a game that totally was off my radar, and I'm surprised that like it hasn't gotten some kind of uh, HD treatment. I think it is backwards compatible, but that only goes so far with uh, recognition for stuff. But I mean, it's, well, it's, it's a stellar RPG. Wasn't it one of those um, Microsoft-backed um, JRPGs along with like Blue Dragon, where they're like, it's like, all right, let's let's try to break into the, this this market in, in, in Japan with, with like a a Xbox. One hundred percent, what it was okay. like they they wanted to have that sort of um, corner of the market to themselves a little bit, and, you know, like having Lost right. Odyssey be this grand venture and getting goddamn Nobuo Uematsu to do the soundtrack. You know, that is. That is them definitely reaching. And Blue Dragon, same <laughs> thing. I'd say an, that's an analog more for Dragon Quest, um, considering they got the Akira Toriyama art style down pat for that. So, right. but uh, for the, for this song, I don't know. Like uh, I've when it comes to my touchstone for RPGs these days, I keep going back to Octopath Traveler because it's just a game I've sunk my most time into. Um, Recent like, memory and all that, yeah. Right. Like, there's peaks and valleys in this song where it's, like, slow and keeps the action brisk, but also, like, makes it very fast-paced in times. Like, I can see myself definitely, like, hacking, hacking and slashing um, turn by turn in this game for sure. Like, it's it's, uh, it's a good jam. Yeah, this this particular track in, in, in particular, 
um, by In a Lost Odyssey. I this is like the one of two songs on here that they're not not on mine. Like I had the most to say about because it was it has like such a strong start to it. Like mm-hmm. you, you hear in the, the rest rest of the battle themes that it it just kicks you right out the right out the door. Like all right, fuck yeah, we're starting this battle theme. But that that kick drum feels less like a beat and more like a particular type of heartbeat. Mm-hmm. One, like one that's pounding hard enough to hear and feel within your system. But it's well trained enough, like you know, you exercise enough to keep that adrenaline focused on the task at hand. And For like, sure. the, and like the other thing, the, another thing that I like about this track are the strings. Orchestra, I, I just you normally know, yeah. just default to the strings. The biggest moment for me in this track are, are these like kinetic flurries of strings going off, like it's it's it's, it's comparable to to like a, a record scratch. Or just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just like frantically, like just, just. I I don't know what the exact term is when you play a violin, but it, it just sounds like you're just like trying to like whisk your violin a bit. Like yeah, always, yeah, like yeah. Just music trying to just trying to trying to hit it like a slap bracelet. Just <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I and I also dig the drums. Like the percussion in this song, very strong. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm just a big fan of battle themes in any fiction that I will just like we're gonna solo on the drums for like two seconds as we interlude back to the fucking main theme. But right, um, it's it's really good. It's a it's a really good song. Um, and pivoting from the enigmatic and uh, I'd say rightfully uh, held up Nobuo Uematsu, we have Shoji Meguro uh, Persona Five. Uh, Kayla's next choice is Last Surprise and. It's, I don't know, this is a game that is definitely full of bangers. It's hard to say if this is my favorite banger um, on just overall, but it's the main battle theme. Like, it's one you hear over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. you can't really slide it for not being as, like, big or epic as some of the boss battles and stuff. But it's, it's the, you know, you never see it coming meme that happened early last year. Like, it's, that's the song. And it's, it's really catchy. It's... I, I played it for a while and never really got sick of it. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty funky, but it, it, like you know, it has a, lots of joy in this theme, and you're gonna need it. And, you know, seventy hours later, when you're still hearing that theme, yeah, yeah, it's it's, and as we'll, we'll get to later, you know, I have this very similar pick for another Persona game, but these songs are constructed in a way where you don't really get tired of them, even so, like when you're hours and hours and hours in. And I'd say uh, even more than Persona Four, this one um, does a really good job of just keeping the keeping the the tempo kind of upbeat and, like you said, very funky. Like there's different ins- there's different inspirations mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that kind of thing for for this song compared to a lot of other ones. Like you can definitely see more of a modern influence on Persona Five in a lot of different areas, from art style to music choice to. Just like the the themes are tackling, but um, yeah, is it is it just the instrumental or is it lyrics every time you're in, you're in the battle theme? I think it's I think you can't have one without the other. I think both really lift the song okay. up. Like uh, some battle songs, I'm just like, yeah, this doesn't really need lyrics or anything. But I mean, sometimes it's just, it just adds to the the atmosphere, the mood of the game, and like this, uh, it, it's very bombastic when it gets to that chorus, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, you're going through the motions and rhythms of like the Persona Five battle system. It's it's a nice uh, a nice compliment. Okay, but I I do say like 
your 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 persona pick for battle theme is is it's it's, it's kind of far superior. I I really I like enjoyed that one. I like but it a lot. Speaking I, I, of which, yeah, we're gonna talk more about persona um, after a quick word from our non sponsors. the Shoji Meguro uh, train a rolling with the previous entry in the Persona series, Persona 4. This is my pick, my first pick for the show. Um, and as I kind of stated before, uh, for Persona 4, I didn't really give a shit about music with lyrics in games. Like, yeah, I just felt it was kind of a distraction, you know? Like, I'm just right. listening to cool tunes and music. Like, why? I don't, I don't want to listen to a song. Um, and while in the original Persona 4, some of it was a little ingrishy, a little hard to parse out, um, it was still extremely, extremely... It's part of what makes Persona 4 Persona 4. Um, it, it, the song itself is kind of a, a brief summary of the main themes of Persona 4. Like, you know, you're trying to wade through the darkness and see the truth, see the light, you know, behind all these grisly acts that have happened throughout uh, the entirety of Persona 4. Um, you're supposed to see through the darkness and the literal shadow to see what lies beyond. And yeah, uh, I, n I made sure to note, shout out to the bitchin' organ solo. It's not often, <laughs> it is not often I, I have a lot to say about, like, just, oh, it's a, it's just a random organ interlude. But, like, uh, the organ solo is kind of what bridges the end of the song to, the, to where it loops. Um, so it does a really good job of just keeping you back in the action. So... Now you said right before the break that you liked this more than Last Surprise. What what really spoke to you about it? Oh gosh, so like there's this, there's this moment 
there's there's no chorus at all to the to the song. I guess you could call it the chorus, mm-hmm. kind of, but it's just like verse one, verse two, and then verse three is a lot like the the first one in, in just like the 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 vocalist like singing style. But that 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 second verse when it gets to this like rap rockish parts, I, I I was so <laughs> fucking down for this. Like again, there's no chorus, but I I just wish the vocals were just the rap rock portions. Because that, that's what I found the most intriguing bit from this song. You would definitely, I, I, you would definitely like how this song. This is one of the most remixed songs in Persona Four history. I think they oh have geez. more that lean into that kind of um, not pure rap rock, but uh, Persona Four Dancing All Night has a lot of different uh, takes on this tune. And there's even like when you when you beat a song with one of the characters, like each character has, uh, like. A, a sort of reprise of Reach Up to the Truth with their own take on it. Like, Kanji has, like, a drum solo or uh, Chie has, like, a guitar solo or something added to the end of it just to kind of play him out, that's which neat. I think is pretty cool. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I, it's definitely the theme song to Persona 4, I'd say. Huh. And, like, like I, I don't hear an earnest effort to have, like, rap rock-like lyrics in media these days without it being a Linkin Park song or Park-adjacent song. Right, so, just kind of adapting neat. early 2000s kind of stuff. Like, it's more of a modern approach to that. And, like I said, it was a little little Englishy, a little hard to parse out on mm-hmm. spart- and spots, but uh, it's one of those things, like, as time's kind of gone on, it's easier to understand because they also, like I said before, remix the song a lot, so. Right. And um, the other, there's, like, one old on this, but I wanted to mention the, the organ solo. I mean, I'm not one for organ solos, which is a weird thing to say, but you know, like if if it's not at, like outside like a Tim Burton or, or like an emo esque aesthetic going mm-hmm. on with it, or, or like a gothic aesthetic, but I mean, it's, it's it's like all right, it's it's fine. But you know how like Ohio State's marching band did like a halftime show during a football game mm-hmm. with a bunch of like video game music, like you know Halo, Mario, and the like. But I, yeah. I would imagine in, in like thirty years, the old folk running the organ at baseball games would just like let loose and just play this Persona Four solo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy thought. Yeah, I mean it is a nice, and it's like I said before, it's a nice kind of outro to well the sort of f- not frenetity because I don't think even think that's a word, but just like the crazy pace of the song. Quite kind literally of playing them out, the yeah, it, yeah, quite literally, almost like a baseball game. Um, but we're going to pivot again back to Nobuo Uematsu um, for one of his older gems, uh, Final Fantasy IV, which for my money is my favorite, one of my favorite soundtracks of all time for games. Um, and Battle 2, this is when you start fighting tougher enemies and you start getting into boss battles and stuff. Um, I really just like the progression of this entire song, like, there's huge bass solos in this game, and like this is 1991. Like games didn't have fucking bass solos, but <laughs> like Uematsu starting to evoke more of like a classic rock kind of feel with, uh, or even like prog rock kind of feel with these soundtracks, and it's really coming to light in Final Fantasy IV. Um, as I noted, Final Fantasy IV is a game filled to the brim with iconic music. So having just a low-level enemy jam to make it to the top. Really just goes to show you how great his output is. Uematsu is one of my favorite game composers of all time. I've actually seen him live in concert. I was in Chicago for Distant Worlds, the Final Fantasy orchestral concert. Um, which, as a sidebar, was fantastic. And he was he was having a ball. Um, so glad to see him kind of living it up. 
But uh, it's, like I said in the notes, it is a great bass line that it just starts off with. Like, um, It immediately sets a tone to, like, that's how Final Fantasy songs from now on really kind of start. Or at, least, at the very least for, like, this SNES era. Um, it's just, it's very, very catchy from top to bottom. And I know we're going to touch on more Final Fantasy by the end of this, but, yeah, for my money, it's my favorite by far. Yeah, you, you cannot talk battle themes without talking about Final, Final Fantasy or, or, like, any other, like, JRPGs, honestly, because that, that's, that's, that's their bread and butter right there. Exactly. But, like, f- funny how you chose this uh, Final Fantasy game on the win. <laughs> you chose this one for, for the theme because I... About like a couple weeks ago, I was out and I, I I just bought like a Final Fantasy game on the whim whim because it came with uh, Chrono Trigger and so it's like all right sure like I'll I'll do that it's it's on the PlayStation One I'll just throw it up on, on PS3 and you know it was this exact Final Fantasy game Final Fantasy Four which like I don't it, it doesn't seem like it it has all the the accolades or it's like oh of course six is six is the best one but like I hardly mm-hmm. ever hear anything about four i it's, so. it's because four uh, in a lot of ways especially when you start getting down to plot and narrative it's just kind of bizarre and uh <laughs> seems cobbled together as like this weird star wars uh but in like ancient times kind of uh vibes like i having played through it recently it is kind of just an odd duck of a story um with a lot of like uh it it, it seems like it wrote the handbook on how the MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe handles death because nobody really stays fucking dead in that game. Um, it's all <laughs> so sac- current, it's all current Marvel comics. Okay, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but yeah. that does not take away from any of the you know dramatic shifts in music or how friggin' awesome this battle theme is. So, hey, hey, you sold me on it for Final Fantasy IV. Like, I, I can have some laser swords and some blue titty milk to drink. Awesome. <laughs> God. Uh, but we will be right back with Robert's picks for battle themes.
And we are remember back. Me. Uh, remember, remember me. Remember me. Remember me. No, we're not talking about Metroid Other M. We are talking about. Uh, I mean, life is strange. Oh, it's the de <laughs> developers' names. Already lost. Uh, it's not Capcom. They they published Remember Me. They published Remember Me. Yeah, like it was. Um, yeah, you have the right mind with Life is Strange. Don't was, nod. Was, don't nod. Don't nod. It's, I think it's like one of their first. It was what they did before, right before Life is Strange, I believe. And then when, right, right, when, right. Before when they started. Me kind of tapered out. They uh, partnered with Square Enix for uh, Life is Strange, and you know, still kicking it to this day. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Life is Strange two and Vampire with a with an, with a, with a, with a Y. I kept also on this Vampire. That was this Vampire. year too, man. They are, oh yeah, they're oh yeah. Busted them out, man. I I, I think it was they, they, had, they, they had like two studios going on at once. Yeah, I, I think that yeah, was, yeah. might have been the case. I, I remember like there was something else they did. Don't nod. That was like not great. Oh gosh. Anyway, but fuck that. Fuck everything else. That, that um, um, real else. We're talking about remember me. So we're gonna talk about remember me. The fights in particular. So I, I was an early adopter of Remember Me because of the composer, my boy Oliver. I'm calling him that because his last name is a mouthful of French. Um, Derivier. Derivier. Or, or if you're like me for, for years upon years up to this point, you pronounce it the way it looks like as Derivier. Yeah, is, is, is this is this like how Midwesterners call Cairo, Illinois, Cairo? Is it? And that's the actual <laughs> pronunciation. No, happening? no, this isn't Southern Illinois. No, no. But yeah, yeah, it was just like trying to pronounce it phonetically. It was just like mm, it's not working out so well. But back to remember me. So uh, Olivier Dervier and the Philharmonic Orchestra made this tech-infused orchestral score and the sound design. Oh, oh boy. What a treat. The better you play, the more of the soundtrack battle tracks you hear in combat. Mm -hmm. The fights and fragments are probably the most common battle tracks in Remember Me, from what I remember. But I had to settle on the fight because it best represents the Remember Me score. Audible glitches, sprinkles of vocals, um, frantic tempo, various... Um, Symphonic movements, symphonic. Yeah, go with that. This track <laughs> sounds like it's trying to unscramble audio, like when you're playing like a Spider-Man or like a Batman, Batman Arkham game, where there's these segments where you have to use both the, both the um, thumbsticks to unscramble this, this this audio so you can hear it clear. It's it's kind of like that, like it's like audible audio version of that being played to you. Like two minutes right. in, you get more of a stable track of, of the usual operatic score mixed in with deliberate audio hiccups, and yeah, like the, the rest of that soundtrack, it, it, it doesn't like dive too deep into that um, gimmick so much. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 still you know like a wonderful soundtrack. It, yeah, like, I, I like the the broken kind of uh, sort of synthy undertones to a traditional orchestra because like. A lot of times for sort of dystopian future media, it tends to just lean into one or the other, like right. kind of a generic uh, orchestral score, or you kind of go crazy with the whole like synth tech uh, broken stuff. But this really blends a lot of it together and speaks to, I think, like the point of the game of like rewinding time and fixing shit that goes wrong as it happens. Like, you know, this is 
this is a piece that you know audibly is kind of tearing apart at the seams very deliberately so um so it's cool this is the backdrop and you know in these action scenes you're not doing a lot of that the whole time dilation gobbledygook but it's still oh no like it's it's, it's, still cool. it's mostly just um stacking up your combos or like okay like this this next punch and then my th- third act in, in my combo i'm gonna it's, it's gonna have like a healing or it's gonna do more damage or i'm gonna you know rebuild more of my special juice like i i don't remember that much but i remember it's, it's like this is neat i just wish they developed it more yeah M- much like that, that that whole like memory mechanic where it's like oh this is really neat it's like you're really hinging like part of your game on this where it's like you can like the, the, you're you're seeing this cutscene, but you have to like make sure the cutscene works well. Like remixing this memory, like changing mm-hmm. certain details, and it has a little bit of that, that, that like adventure game quality to it. But then it's just there's only four of them. Like it's, it's already a spoiler, remember me for you, but like there's only <laughs> four of those segments, and two of them, like like one of them, like two of them are like the like pretty much the exact same one. They they just like kind of sort of recycled from earlier. Right, but I digress. I it's digress. Still, if there's still like highlights of the game, and yeah, I wish it would have strung out a little bit longer. Maybe this game would have benefited from like an episodic structure, like Life is Strange is going for. But um, I mean, uh, I, this this game at least sold Square Enix enough on Don't Nod to give them a chance on their end. So and on their some... time bending, exactly video game, on their yeah. time bending adventure, yeah. Um, so speaking speak- of memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like remembering horrible shit, <laughs> uh, near automata is it automata automata near automata automata. So birth of the wish, birth of the wish by uh, Kenshi Okabe. I could be butchering that, but um, oh well. Uh, th- th- this this opening just just haunts me. Like what what follows the boingy pulses or the chanting of men. Which is for sure scarier, and yet here I am <laughs> dreading what what was to come in those couple of seconds. Um, fighting, mm-hmm. button mash, special dodge, button mash some more, heavy, and so on with the combat. Like it, it just got so tiring the more you play. Like when you eventually reach that like third like third quote unquote playthrough, it it, it just got so arduous and, and just so tedious. And just about any time you enter combat. This song comes on, and it was unavoidable to stop it because this has fantastic music to it. I, I I love a lot of these tracks in these songs, even just like the the, the roaming around, um, and, and, and the roaming around an area, just just hearing the the, the vocalist sing some like a indistinguishable, um, faux Norse vocal. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go with that. But it was—it's really enjoyable, and it's kind of hard to like, you know, like it's like okay, music all the way off because like there's some, some like really good shit in there. Mm-hmm. But regardless, it's etched into my brain, and others like battle themes to JRPGs do. And you know what? I still like the song despite the awful attachment to it. You feel ready for like a grand battle, like a, a duel of fates, like grandiose sparring between you and your tin can enemies mm-hmm. only i wish it appeared far sparser because again it, it, it's just like you hear it and then it's like oh god not this again
Uh, but we will shall pivot back again. I say pivot a lot because we're going back and forth a lot on these picks uh, to the world of Final Fantasy. And no, I'm not talking about the game coming out on Nintendo Switch in a couple weeks. I am talking about Final Nobu. Fantasy V. Because uh, again, by Nobuo Uematsu, this is the main battle theme of Final Fantasy V. And uh, guess what? Nobuo Uematsu really knows how to put together a kick-ass battle theme. Um, there's a hard brass played in this battle theme that gives it more of a heroic bent compared to like the bassy vibes of Final Fantasy IV. Kind of made it ambiguous. Um, Final Fantasy V focused more on the job system and was less overall narrative focused. I mean, yeah, there's still some stuff there, but compared to IV and especially compared to VI... Um, that took a backseat to the mechanics, which, you know, like, for a long time, Final Fantasy V was sort of the white whale of Final Fantasy fans in America. Then it was mm -hmm. Final Fantasy III, because these games never got released in America. Um, back in the 90s, it was seen to be as too hard that American players wouldn't get it. Um, back then, Japanese people just thought that Americans were fucking idiots. Uh, that's why we got, like, a remix version of Super Mario Bros. 2 from a game that wasn't even a Nintendo game. I mean, uh, we are idiots, but just in but different I mean, ways. Just, we, we can play yeah. the shit out of a video game, that's for sure. It's it's like if they they made Mega Man, but you couldn't die in the spikes, and that was the <laughs> default Mega Man or something like it, it. It really changed a lot of stuff, and especially like in Final Fantasy IV's case on the SNES, like it was it was so shit simple. You didn't have to grind at all. Like they made the game mm. super super easy, uh, but to the point of Final Fantasy V's battle theme, it's just. It's really strong. Like, Final Fantasy V, one of the better Final Fantasies in terms of soundtracks as well. Um, like, it, it just has a nice arc to it compared to, compared to even, like, 4. Um, it, it, like Travis said, like, the brass really kind of sets it apart. Because, again, this is a Super NES uh, tech, you know? Like, having to, to differentiate the kind of... Like, the, the brass from, like, even percussion and, like, strings and stuff. Like, it, I don't it know. could have just updated the theme again, just like it's like, oh, we have new technology, we can make it make that sound better. But like, mm, right, this is, this is we already did that in four, and it's like we'll wait, wait until like the next game to do that. But just just Nobu just wanted to shake up the iconic theme a bit. I mean, it's it's certainly far richer and kind of like kind of has this like off center approach in the sound sound to then what. Four did with its rendition of the uh, Fantastic Four theme. I, fuck. Fantastic um, Four. Fuck out of here. God damn it. Final God. Fantasy. I, I wrote down FF in my notes. <laughs> Jesus God. Which, which, I, I honestly, which is a weird thing to say because I kind of do remember the Fantastic Four theme from the, like the early two thousands because I, I I had that game like the the, the movie tie in game and all. Do I you mean the one that was, was like, like anime, like the cartoon that was like an anime almost? No, 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 no. I'm like, talking like the, the the Michael Chiklis, like Chris Evans, like a Fantastic uh, Four film. God, I didn't so even know that as theme. Careful, we're gonna get a copyright strike. Oh yeah, okay, of course. <laughs> but yeah, anyone's um, gonna remember that movie. Yeah, I that's like, personally that's like one of the few things I remember that. Personally, my favorite track for Final Fantasy V is the Battle on the Bridge, like one of the boss battle themes. Um, that might be one of the best Final Fantasy songs of all time. Uh, just to throw it out there. We might get to there on some PNBFM in the future, but yeah. Final Fantasy V, again, filled to the brim with some great, great songs. There's there's a lot of interesting nuggets here. Like, like, let's say, like, the mouse squeak, like, hits in it. And then this this is also kind of like a... It, it, it kind of has this, like, mystique where it feels like an indie game trying to get close enough to that original Final Fantasy theme without right. legally getting into trouble. 
So in a way, it's like contemporary almost. And they still kind of yeah, use yeah. the 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 bass vibes. I was saying that Final Fantasy IV kind of invented those bass vibes, but like you know, it's still very present in Final Fantasy V's theme. Like it's exactly it, it's yeah. through it's you know a lot of times the bass aspect of even guitar work just gets sort of overlooked for crunchy or loud guitar sounds. But I mean, this it complements it very well. So and. You're gonna hear like pretty much like all these ones, all these picks by by you guys like everyone kind of but me. It's, it's like it's like there's a lot of like strong ass bass here for sure, for sure. Um, but kind of breaking that mold just a little bit with uh, TL's last pick running at the show is fi- uh, Final Fantasy. Jesus, no, not another Final Fantasy. Uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand <laughs> Year Door, the battle theme. Um, and yeah, it's a. TL has a theme. He loves Paper Mario songs. Uh, it's a sort of techno remix of the battle theme. It has a really cool refrain with strings as we get to like the main part of the theme. Um, I, and because the bit of Paper Mario, I'm pretty sure it started with Thousand Year Door, but Paper Mario is that like you're on a stage kind of doing a stage play, like with audiences, with real mm-hmm. interactions and stuff. Um, it, it really does a, a good job of just kind of met ma- ma- that sort of crazy pace of Paper Mario, like it crazy in a slow way, like slow down Paper Mario RPG. Like most people aren't cool with sort of just having like, oh, I I don't want my fast paced kind of platformer guy just slow down and bog down. Um, and having like proper music to enunciate it with is uh, pretty pretty great. I re- I still really like how it complements the backgrounds of of uh, the battle arena. Because that battle arena actually comes into play quite a few times, uh, so. Okay, it, it does definitely seem far synthier, like like a far synthier upbeat take on the Mario theme to the point where you can't really point out where the Mario the- Mario theme is present. You know, like Mario like one one type right. shit. But I, I I think the key to like the like great ba- battle themes. Is how pulsy your your base is, and you can hear it here too. And the other thing too is, I mentioned Crash Bash earlier, and that was for a goddamn reason. And <laughs> you listen, you listen to this this theme, and then like a couple years later, you have Paper Mario Thousand Year Door Battle Theme, kind of doing the same thing, like the, the Crash Bash Warp Room, like that in this battle theme. Sounds pretty similar. Eerily similar. Oh boy, yeah. you might have a might have a controversy on our hands. A little bit, but <laughs> that that baseline is real close to what I heard in Crash Bash. I played far more Crash Bash than any anybody? Mario game at all. I was gonna say literally anybody, but you know you can go for I, that angle oh. too. <laughs> oh, don't do that to me. No, my life is sad enough as it is. Thank you. I can't poo poo on your precious PS One gems. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't you top, touch Ape Escape, thank you. <laughs> Not going to be on the PlayStation Classic because they didn't have a DualShock. Bastards. So, there you go. Um, but that's going to do it here for us on PNBFM. Uh, you can follow uh, us on Twitter. I am at Tyranny. You can follow Robert at 23Breach. You can follow the show at PNBCast. And you can continue to support us on Patreon.com slash PNB. That's what gives you us... That's what gives us this show. That's what gives us After Alpha. That's what gives us... The unlocks for Grind Forever, Level Select, and Full Metal Optimus, which is returning. I feel like I need to almost make an announcement about that. 
Um, we've had some difficult issues with uh, myself and TL over the last couple months with that show in particular, but I think we found a better format for it to work. We're not changing the show format, just how we produce it, just how we make it happen. So yeah. Different keep... recording style. Exactly, is, exactly. Yeah. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that feed. We will be back up and running very soon. Yep. Keep your ears to the floor, and you might get some like early episodes of Level Select or Grind Forever. It, it just depends on uh, when we get them out. That is correct, yes. Uh, that's more dependent on the editor that week, but um, <laughs> for sure, if we, you know, I'm, if I'm able to get something done early, I'll definitely just throw it up to the patrons, give you a nice, quick, easy listen. And when we ever get to the point of uh, having ads, you can assure that Patreon.com definitely is going to be ad-free. So, no. For Robert and myself, have a good one. Raccoon. Raccoon.